Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? It's Jose Aristimuño, your host. You are listening to the VIP Show. And on today's episode, I got an amazing, amazing, amazing human being, honestly, all around, amazing entrepreneur. But I think before I even label him as an entrepreneur, I just want, you know, I just say he's just a good, good, good person. With us on the line is the only David Meltzer. David, man, welcome to the VIP show, brother. It feels so good to be here, man. The VIP show with the VIP. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely, man. Look, I want to get right to it because... People in the entrepreneur world already know who you are. You know, your brand's amazing and it's so, so real. I think there are many entrepreneurs out there that are very successful, make a lot of money, which is nothing wrong with that, obviously. But you have the compassion and the passion that you carry in your brand. It, it is truly amazing. Who is David Meltzer? Give me like the one minute run. Then. Who are you, man? For me, I'm someone who is here to impact other people. In fact, my life's mission is to impact over a billion people to be happy. So I've over 35 years had extraordinary experiences and I've learned extraordinary lessons through making huge mistakes. But I'm one person that beyond making my mistakes, I'm always looking, seeking the light, the love and the lessons in my mistakes and sharing with those to other people so that they don't have to make. I always tell people, I'm your best friend because I'll pay your most expensive tax. And, you know, people in California are like, oh, you're going to pay our, our state and federal taxes? I'm like, no, I'm going to pay your dummy tax because I've paid the dummy tax and I don't think any of you need to do that. And so I've created different disciplines, different strategies to help people to impact their lives by creating abundance to be happy. I love it. I love it. What an amazing and wonderful in introduction. What are, you know, before you were the David Meltzer? How how you get into this, man? How you get how you become? What was your first? Talk to me about your first business. You know, out of law school, I had two job offers. Okay. One was to be an oil and gas litigator. I wanted to make a lot of money. That was my goal. Yeah. I was 24 <laughs> years old. I wanted to buy my mom a house and a car. I'm still a mama's boy. I just did a mommy issue uh, training, but I wanted to buy my mom a house and a car. But I also got a sales job in the internet in 1992. Okay. My mom actually told me, "Don't take the sales job. The internet's a fad." You're going to ruin your life. Uh, well, I ended up taking the sales job. Nine <laughs> months out of law school, was a millionaire. Uh, three years later, we sold the company for an extraordinary amount in 1995 for $3.4 billion. Uh, Jesus. Wait, say, oh, <laughs> you can't say numbers like that, man, and expect me to just, you know, you carry No, no, no. How much money? Yeah. Well, I wish I owned the, 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 the large portion of it, but... It was $3.4 billion West Publishing sold to Thompson Reuters in 1995. Right. So uh, it's, even more, it's even more money than it is today. Yeah. So then I uh, branded myself and smart enough. I always kept my options open, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted, I had an abundant attitude. Even though I was motivated by money, truly believed it bought love and happiness. Everything in my life reaffirmed it. But I went to the Silicon Valley, learned how to raise money, hundreds of millions of dollars. By the time I was 30, I was CEO of the world's first smartphone. Uh, so at 30 years old, wow. with my law degree, I was an entrepreneur in the Silicon Valley running uh, Microsoft Windows CE, Samsung manufactured smartphone that in 1999, they called it a convergence device because it converged <laughs> a laptop and a phone. Jeez. So they called it a convergence device. My goodness. Uh, but I was blessed after that. 
I met Lee Steinberg, the most notable sports agent in the world, uh-huh. and he hired me as CEO of the Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment. This is at, this is at thirty. I was thirty. Now that was at thirty-five. Uh, so I, I okay. was at thirty. I had this CEO job in this in the technology, but. You know, it's interesting because that was my dream job, right? I was Jerry Maguire. In fact, they made the movie Jerry Maguire about my firm. And, you know, I had access to everything. I was a multimillionaire. But for the first time in my life, I was married to my dream girl. Mm-hmm. First time in my life, I wasn't happy. I always tell people this is the way it works. I grew up, like many people, in a world of not enough. Single mom, six kids. She worked two jobs, packed my dinner in a paper bag, filled up turnstiles at convenience stores with greeting cards just so I could eat. And I became a millionaire. I moved from the world of not enough where I was a victim. Everything happened to me to this new world for me where I was buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't even like. Uh, My whole definition of myself was by my bank account, how much money I had. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was 35, I had everything I ever dreamed of except for one thing. I lost my happiness. I was empty, shallow, Mm -hmm. surrounded myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas and it almost cost me my life, almost cost me my marriage, and it did cost me all my money. I went bankrupt, lost over $100 million, uh, but I had to restart uh-huh. by taking stock in who I was. And that's At 35? At 35? Yeah, by 30, it takes a little more than a year. So by 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 37, I had lost everything. <laughs> wow. So so in two years, you how, how did you like, how did you lose it? Like, give, give me, you don't have to get it all into it, but just give me an example. How you lose, doing yeah. what? So what happened, I was in a lot of real estate. Okay. 2000, and, right? And I leveraged myself. I didn't ask for help. My biggest mistake was this, and hopefully people understand. Number one, you, you get in, when you have a lot of money, you get into a lot of lawsuits because people want to take your money. Yeah. My dad, first time I was ever sued, my dad said, congratulations. I said, why? He said, you're finally worth enough that somebody wants to sue you. And <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Uh, but more importantly, I let my ego get in the way. Yeah. I thought you know i had uh, a golf course alone was the eighth best golf course in the country poplar grove sam sneed only design course in virginia and i thought you know i had a private banker that i could just go to the bank you know i was in these lawsuits i needed some cash i could just go grab a quick five mil put myself well i didn't get 2008 i didn't have any mentors i go to my bank i'm like hey i'd like to run a line for five million they're like no nah. I was like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? No, I got like a $120 million golf course. I'll buy right, like I, I got like, money. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I got assets, yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, well, the bank's not okay, and we don't think that golf course is worth what you think is worth. We're not going to let you borrow against your golf course, your ski mount. In fact, you know, you're going to be in trouble, we think, so we don't want to let you borrow any. Go somewhere else. Well, when you start, you know, trying to look for money, and you can't get it, and you got all kinds of bills – Uh Uh, It takes a little while, but eventually you lose everything. And I always tell people the reason I lost everything was my ego. Mm -hmm. Number one, I didn't ask for help. Two, I truly lived in a world of of still just for me, buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like. And sure enough, everything came tumbling down, which still today, I talked about finding the light, the love, and the lessons in my mistakes, paying the dummy tax for people. Uh It's the best thing that ever happened to me because I would if I was going down the wrong path really fast and I live such an amazing life now. I make a lot of money. I help a lot of people and I have a lot of fun and I do it in a world of more than enough. I have faith there's more than enough of everything for everyone. And I'm a- to Amen do- to that, brother. Amen to that, brother. I mean, I always say we are our only competition. 
I mean, we're only use competition as a motivator, right, to do better. But you don't have to compare yourself with anybody else. There's only one David Meltzer in the world, and it's you. There's only one Jose Testimonio, and it's me. This is this beautiful thing right here we have. It's our DNA, where each of us are uniquely composed of different matter and cells. And, the, you know, whether you believe in God or Buddha or whoever it is, you understand that we're only here for a short period of time. And the least, the least, the least thing, at least, the very, at the very least, we got to be happy. We got to be happy. You, so you, you nailed it when you said, you know, we're only here for an instant between limitlessness and infinity. And most people don't understand that. We're yeah. here for just an instant between limitlessness and infinity. Take advantage of it. I agree. So you said, because this was really powerful for me. You said the light, the love, and what was the last one you said? The lessons. The lessons. Okay, I love that, yeah, man. The remember, light. life's about lessons. The lessons keep on coming until you learn them. They result in pain. People don't understand pain. They see it as a stop sign. Pain to me has always been an indicator. It's a turn signal. It's telling me, hey, man, you got something to learn. I'm going to move you in a better place, a better position, do a better situation or make your situation better. If you can see pain as an indicator that you have lessons to learn, as a turn signal to get somewhere better, your faith will only increase and you will rapidly and accurately get to where you want to be. Power, man. Power, power, power. So, I mean, that, that's, a, that's amazing. What made it click? Because I think a lot of times, David, people want to know when is it the right time? When do I have to sort of switch? Like, other than not having probably losing money, that was probably one of the big clickers. But what happened? What happened that you were like, okay, I got I to gotta do something? Yeah, real quick, because I want to get to this. Three things happened. When I was 30, running the, the Samsung company, my dad sent me a jacket. I hadn't talked to my dad in 20 years because he had forgotten my birthday when I was 10. He had left my mom when I was five. But he sent me a sport coat with no pockets. Okay. I was furious. This is the first gift I got from 20 years from him. And I called him. I said, dude, why are you punishing me? He said, what do you mean punishing you? I said, you sent me a birthday gift after 20 years. I can't even wear. Why are you punishing me? He said, it's not for wearing. He said, I'm worried about you. I said, worried about me? I'm a multimillionaire. I married my dream girl. I got three daughters. You know, I, I worried about me? Worry about yourself, man. You're a liar, a cheater, manipulator, overseller, backend seller. F you. And he said, David, money does not buy love. Please don't make the same mistakes that I've made. I bought you that jacket to hang in your closet to remind you that you can't take anything with you when you're gone. You're here to give your life away, my son. Don't make the same mistakes as me. You're just like me. I told him to F off. Six years later, I took my best friend Rob golfing. And I invited him to the Masters. I had access to the cabins with Curtis Strange to go to the NetJet parties to see Joe Montana, Wayne Gretzky, Warren Moon. And I asked Rob, my best friend from the fourth grade, hey, you want to go with me to the Masters? He's a huge golfer. And surprisingly, he's like, no way. I was like, Rob, what do you mean no way? I, I worked so hard at you should come. This is a dream of mine. Dave, I don't like who you hang out with and I don't like what you're doing. I looked at him, I said, Rob, come on, man. I'm not doing what those guys are doing. He said, Dave, you can lie to me, but don't lie to yourself. I've wow. been your friend a long time. Stop lying to yourself. I'd realized for decades I've been taking yes for an answer, and nobody, including my wife and my mom, had been truthful of the spiral that I was in, the mm -hmm. ego that I was living, that consciousness that was scarce. Two weeks later, my life would change forever. It's two years before I lost everything, by the way. Two Just years so before, you know. okay. okay. Two years before I lost everything, 
My wife, I asked her if I could go to the Grammy Awards with Little John, the rapper. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And she said, no, you're not paying attention to the family. You're not paying attention to business. And you're getting partying way too much. Mm-hmm. You got to stay at home. So I lied to her, changed clothes in the car, went to the Grammy Awards, came home completely wasted at 530 in the morning. And my wife was waiting for me. And for the first time, my wife told me the truth. She told me she wasn't happy. She told me that I better take stock in who I was and what I wanted to become mm-hmm. or I was going to end up dead. And she was leaving me. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have told you at that time I gave a shit. I didn't. I told her, who you think you're talking to? Are you kidding me? Look around you. Mm-hmm. Who do you think bought all this stuff? We got a nanny. We got a Ferrari. A poor... What are you talking about? You're so ungrateful. I went to bed. I woke up. Even in a worse mindset, I was going to call a lawyer because I believe money buys love and happiness. I was going to take her love and happiness. I was going to take her money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there it was, man. My life would change forever. I looked over in the closet. There was a jacket. I'm choking on, man, that jacket. That jacket was staring at me. And I realized for the first time in years that I don't hate my father. I, I don't hate him. And that he's not a liar, cheater, manipulator, overseller, back end seller. I was. And I hated myself. And I decided that day that no longer was I going to live in a world of not enough where I was a victim or a world of just enough buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like. I was going to enter that world I grew up in of more than enough, more than enough of everything. I was going to live my life to give it away, just like my dad had suggested. I was going to live my life with no pockets. I was going to live my life to receive so I can give, not give to receive. I was going to live an abundant life through me, not for me or to me, but through me for everybody else around me. Mm-hmm. And from that day, I created values, gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication. And I created over the last 15 years daily practices to effectuate those values and live my life with a true North Star of empowering others to be happy, of creating abundance, of creating and empowering people to make more money, help more people, and have more fun. Wow. Wow, I mean, so amazing, David. And, and I, I want to be mindful of time because I, I know everybody wants to get a piece of David Melter, and I mean that in a, in a good, in a good, good way. Um, let me ask you this this last question, okay? People, nothing wrong with being happy and making money. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it's certainly a tool to help a lot more. Tells you to shop, man. You shop for the right things, you'll be happy. I promise. Right, that's true. That's true. So now let me. So this is my question: How do you find a balance? between being compassionate, operating from a place of love, but at the same time, being aggressive in business, right? Being a good negotiator. Uh, so not having ego, but having confidence. There's a huge difference between ego and confidence, but people confuse them so very often. So how do you do those two things? How are you compassionate, operate from a place of love, but also be a good business man or woman? So for me, it's blending a few things. One, Blending the two currencies that are involved in that balance. The first currency is money. Mm -hmm. It's an object of energy you put into the flow to get what you want. But you need to blend that currency with the currency of faith. In other words, I am happy where I'm at. I know that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give everything I have to angle to what I want. But have faith that I will allow better to come for me that I don't know everything that I don't know. So I implement radical humility Mm -hmm. in order to effectuate the balance between money and faith. 
The other one is to understand the three laws of business. The first law of business is one that nobody talks about, the law of gravity. Mm-hmm. The law of gravity says everything is going to be pulled down to you. It's a, 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 a literal law of gravity. Mm-hmm. Everything's pulled down to us. So how do we pull it down to us? Number one, the law of Goya. Get off your ass. Right? <laughs> Nothing happens sitting at home high on your mom's couch dreaming about what you want. Get off your ass. Create the voids and shortages to fill with what you want. So I'm a firm believer in pure effort. I believe in the people that must be what they can be are always the most successful. And with that comes the confidence, the clarity and balance and focus to allow the last law to happen. Law of gravity, law of Goya, the law of attraction. The law of attraction says there's more than enough of everything for every one. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I can negotiate or uh, have a business deal with abundance in mind that Everything I want will come to me and everything that I want, there's more than enough. Imagine when you're in a business and you're confident and clear and you believe with faith that there's enough money in this deal for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of accessing how that's possible. And the way this possible is very simple. You need to know what you want, personal, experiential, giving and receiving wise. You need to know who has it. Easiest way to get what you want is to find someone who has it and ask them for directions. You need to know how to get you need to know how to get it. And I use the mathematical equation to get what I want, which is attention plus intention equals coincidence. The mathematical equation of luck. Attention plus intention equals the coincidences in our life. So you got the what, the who, the how, and then you got the now. You gotta do it, man. You gotta do it now. Ask yourself, could I do it now? If you can do it, if not, use Roosevelt's matrix of importance versus urgency to prioritize what you can do now, what you can do later, and what you can do even farther out than that. And then finally, if you know your what, your your who, your how, and your now, then you can know your why, and your why will allow you to spend minutes and moments in ego, not weeks, days, months, and years. The why will allow you to be inspired, to take that motivation that gets you up, gets you back up, gets you started, gets you back started, and transform it into inspiration, living through you to everything else, knowing with that great confidence that you suggested before that we're connected to the greatest source of what? Light, love, and lessons. lessons. We have more power. I tell people all the time as we finish up here, so many people see the mountains in front of them and they think to themselves, I got to go over it, under it, through it, around it, oversell it, back and sell it, lie to it, manipulate it, cheat it. No, you don't. What you need to do is look within and realize that that which made that mountain is inside of you. Mm-hmm. That which mm-hmm. made that mountain walks beside you. And with that blend of currency and faith, you have the key to walk right through the mountain with no resistance. So stop building the mountains of illusion in front of you by creating resistance, void shortages, and obstacles, by living in ego-based consciousness. Find your what, your who, your why, your how, and your now. I promise you that you'll walk through every mountain that confronts you, and you will have abundance in your life. You'll make more money, help more people, and have more fun, guaranteed. Ladies and gentlemen, there, I mean, really, there, there's no words to say or, or, or anything I could possibly say to, to continue what David Meltzer just said. I mean, I, th- I feel like 
This is what the VIP show is about. It's about bringing quality human beings and good people all around. David, you are one of them. I am grateful, man, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I know people are going to love the value that you provided today. They're going to put this episode on replay, replay, replay. Listen what he had to say, guys. And, and you know what? Follow it with action. Follow it with massive action, like he said, from a massive place of humility, like, look, lesson ladies and gentlemen the only one david Meltzer. thank you so much brother i appreciate you thank you thank you thank you for the good work that you're doing for humanity and the world be kind to your future self and do good deeds everyone reach out to me david at dmelzer.com happy to send you my books guides exercises all for free david at dmelzer.com be kind the vip show Woo. thank you my brother appreciate you so much man